Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 A Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. All right, welcome in. It is Sunday, October 22nd here. We are Jeff and Nicole, Fitness Fanatics. We have a great show lined up for you all today. We have another, we have a couple of our fit members coming in, um, Christy Molner and Sarah Hoyle. Christy is a breast cancer survivor. Sarah is one of her best friends. Um, they met at Farrell's. So we have a really, really awesome story to share for those two. They will be in here at 9.30. So we want to start off by uh, thanking our sponsors, Integrative Life Choices. ILC is hiring direct support professionals all over the state of Nebraska. Full-time, part-time, days, evenings, and weekends. If you're interested, you can apply at ilc.net backslash careers. Direct support professionals work to ensure a meaningful life. For the people they support, they work to support people in achieving their hopes and dreams. So big shout out to them. We appreciate all their support here on the Fitness Fanatics. So a couple things I wanted to get to this morning. The first thing is we had a band competition yesterday that we had to go to. Well, our Sunday. Our Sunday, yes, at East. So he State per- marching band. Yes, so he performed at 9.15 p.m., which... For the day was great. Nicole and I went to the football game. We had plenty of time to get home. We watched the first set and a half of the volleyball match. So then when we left, I hit pause, Harrison, on the direct TV, DVR. Pause. I paused it and I also set it up to record, adding like three hours extra. So I didn't miss because, you know, sometimes when you pause something, I've done this before where I've paused something, you go do something, you come back, and I go to turn mm-hmm. the volume up, and I accidentally hit the channel button, <laughs> and it's just gone. Like every, it's, I, I, Then I lost everything. Yes. So I paused it, recorded it. We go to the band thing. Obviously, you know you're taking a risk oh, doing yeah. that. Yes, we but, tried to stay off social media. Yes, but nobody's really ever texted <laughs> me during a volleyball match. Like During football, it's like, I mean. Yeah, your phone lights it, up a little bit. Oh, yeah, you can't. I can't watch anything on delay for for a football game so we go to the vault we go to the the band band deal well first of all we are at the band competition and then the announcer's like for those of you following along with husker volleyball <laughs> right like i we're in the sec we're tied in the second set or whatever and we're like shut up yeah like if you want to know you can look on your phone the, yeah there was someone watching it in yeah, the stands, right in front right of us front somebody's of us. watching it on their phone yes with the headphones so on that was kind of funny but so we, it's one, one, that's all we know. Mm-hmm. Then we head home and we got home and I was kind of watching the, the rest of it in fast forward. So just kind of watching the points. Like I've done this a lot with NBA games that started at like 10 o'clock. Like I can't stay up that late. So I'll go and watch it fast forward yeah. and just watch the score move. <laughs> so we got to the end of the fourth set and, and we watched that in, not in fast forward. So we watched them win the fourth set. Then we were watching the fifth set, not fast forwarding any, just watching it as and it you, unfolded. You didn't know the result yet. No, right? didn't know the okay. result. And we were probably. It was still going on. Yeah. The match was still, it was still happening. Yes. So it's 12-10. We were just behind. Wisconsin on our television. And all of a sudden fireworks start going off. In our neighborhood. <laughs> like nine fireworks in a row. 
That's why I stopped trying a long time ago. Yeah. It's impossible to And we're like. And they do during game days, uh, football game days, they will set off fireworks when there's a mm-hmm. touchdown. Yeah. But so, I don't remember a firework going off after a volleyball win. Well, no, but this is a Or a basketball game. win or, yeah. or any other win. No. So the fireworks go off and I was like, what is that for? And Nebraska's <laughs> down 12-10. Like they had yeah. just served into the net and was like. Oh, we have two service errors in the last three serves, and you know it kind of sucked. So then Nicole walks by me, and she's like, "Nebraska won." That's why they shot up the fireworks. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself while she's in the kitchen, "Why is she telling me this right now? Is it was, just to be mean to yeah, me?" Yeah, kind of a little bit. <laughs> so she looked it up, but it was like you didn't know that that's what I, it there was. There was a part of me that thought that's what it was for that was 100% what it was for. I don't know what else it'd be for so right. literally fireworks just, in October yes. it just it just it was ruined we, we it were only us. about 10 minutes behind yeah know? this is like, like 10, we were not that far behind so we were close to, mm-hmm. to being caught up but yeah 12 10 Wisconsin's up boom fireworks go off and we're like well we still watched it though. yes this is why you can't watch things <laughs> recorded and I've I've talked about this so many times that my uncle's Want me to come over to watch games like mm-hmm. like this Colorado game started at eleven. They didn't start watching it till like two o'clock. <laughs> like who does that? Yeah, that's hard. That's kind of lost there. I stopped. Yeah. Like I said before, I stopped that's trying. Really- like with technology today, it's literally impossible for me not now. to find out. Like I have to. I'd have to basically throw my phone away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, and just not, not and that. then put on earmuffs in case I hear fireworks. Now right? fireworks. <laughs> I, apparently, yes. That's what we're. That's where. But it's, what it's were come they to. supposed to do? Not. Oh, we shouldn't oh, do this. We shouldn't just... celebrate because somebody might be recording this and be 10 minutes behind. <laughs> well, it was just because they bad. chose to go to the state marching band. But anyway, we're happy with the win. Now, yeah, you didn't think they were going to win. Well, I mean, when they've lost so. 10 straight matches in a row, it's it's hard 20, to just be 2017. like, yeah, it's hard to be like, oh, yeah, it's, it, they're going to I mean just to chalk it up as a win. Yeah, but I said, you know, they had. Wisconsin had had so many sweeps that they weren't used to being That's right. wore they, down. So and, and yeah, you were right. I know. So You're that right. was kind of exciting to see. They have they one one gal on their team that's six nine. Mm-hmm. Six nine. <laughs> like we're trying to pick the tallest person that we know the tallest personally. Tallest person is I six, personally nine. know is six nine. Like, I think she's number fourteen. Just yeah, I mean, giant it's just out free, there. It's, it's crazy. And it's a boy, so I can't imagine it being a woman. Yeah. So that's so they haven't won since twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. So we were we were thinking about this this morning. Yesterday, and I it, texters, you can text us 402-464-5685. We're also waiting to hear a text message from our uh Oh, yes. So also before neighbor, we get last yes. yesterday at the game, I was hounding them to listen to our show. So Shooter McGavin better yes. be listening. Yes. Shooter McGavin texting in. On the, now he may not have texted in since we switched text lines, but the two Guys that we sit to sit by at the game, Nicole's like, Do you guys listen to the ticket? And he was like, Yes. And then she's <laughs> like, Well, do you, do you know who the fitness fanatics are? And then he was like, Oh, yeah, I've heard yeah. listen to the show. And she says, Well, we're the fitness fanatics. And he's like, No way. So the Killigans came on, and the guy's like, That would be so cool to know who sings that. I'm like, We do know who sings <laughs> yes. it. We've had them on our show. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> we've had him on our show. He goes to our gym. We know the right. lead singer. Yes. So <laughs> Shooter McGavin's out there. You can text in 402 464 5685 because we told him. We would talk about him on this first segment. So we do have zero eight nine five texting in saying no, I don't want to. Uh, and 
then Jeff is a better fan than Nicole. Yeah, that's, that's him. Okay, so here we go. So you can change his texting name. Which is a lie. Okay, to Shooter McGavin. It's a great name. That yeah. was his his old texting name. Uh, so yeah, so we yeah, so we are we're here we are at the ticket studios. We told him he could come down, watch through the window. Maybe we'll let He's him on the show. He's not coming down today because he has pictures, family pictures today. He's on his way to family okay. pictures. So, but he's listening and he hopefully he's not texting and driving yeah. at the same time. But so yeah, big shout out to them who they have to put up with with drinking Nicole for three hours. <laughs> I wasn't um, drinking so, during the game. No, not during the game. I'm so, a delight. So shout out to them. Yes, we appreciate that. I think you can tell who's the bigger fan too, because if you can tell, my voice is very gruff today because I am a good cheering participant. At a football hey, game. Was I up on my feet? Mm, yeah, but I had to I had to Sometimes I was the first one in the whole section standing up no, on those weren't. third downs. So no. I was close. I was would would have been first. But I was up there. How was the crowd after the, you know, instant interception? Um, what was that kind of like? You know, I was, I was a little scared it's gonna turn into Michigan. I went again to the bathroom where, for that part. I, I was that. now I was trying to think like if we can throw an interception in the first play against Purdue. That would be three straight interceptions on the first pass. Yeah. Then three games in a row. That have to be some kind of record, right? That's pretty insane. Okay. Yeah, interesting yeah. play call, too. That's all I'm saying. So, Nicole and I have been here <laughs> yeah. since February of 2018. If there has been a better day in Husker sports than there was yesterday, please let us know. Because I know, like, obviously, Nebraska volleyball has been to a national championship game, which was awesome, won a Final Four. But, I mean, like, Multiple sports at the same time, football, mm -hmm. volleyball, bigger wins, because we've been here for five and a half years and there's only been 23 Sundays where I've woken up after a Nebraska football win. Surely there's been times yeah. where in five and a half years. Yeah. Cause you got down yeah. here in 2018, <laughs> but surely yes. there's been times where we've won in football, better, bigger games. Not since we've been here. I know, but I'm just saying you said in, you know. Like beating, Iowa, beating Iowa at the same time that there was a year. good high profile volleyball game that we won. Yes, so we did beat Iowa last right. year, but the volleyball team lost to Wisconsin. Yeah, yep. it was the same day. So right. it was pretty awesome. And on top of that, Iowa lost, which makes the day even better. <laughs> and it was in dramatic fashion, <laughs> so dramatic. which just makes it even better. And it was on a referee call, which makes it even better. It was just great all the way around. And you were watching it on your phone yeah, as was, we were walking back to the car. I was watching it on the phone, giving updates. They've had that punt return, and I looked to the guy next to me, and I was like, do you like Iowa? And he's like, no. And I was like, well, <laughs> they just returned a punt for a touchdown. They're going to win this game. They have 100, oh, no. 100 yards of offense. And this, and then so everybody around me was like, Ugh. so if we keep walking, and then you know they did the review, and I was like, well, I think they're looking to see if his foot's out of bounds. And it wasn't. I was like, I just can't believe this. They're so the luckiest team in the history of college football. It wasn't every. There was like six people that missed him when he got that ball too. And maybe they missed too. him because they thought he fair caught. No, it was a good. No, move. <laughs> it was a good move. I'll be honest. He had them. He diced them. There was about six broken ankles out there. But still. Yes, they didn't get the call. And then the fans were throwing stuff on the field. That's what on was crazy. On their own cheerleaders, now, yeah, our daughter that's said. Where was the me. penalty for that? Like, there should have been a, some kind of penalty, right? So like, then all they needed was 20 yards of offense. That's it. Mm -hmm. And they kick a field goal and they win the game. 20 yards, that's, I mean, 
mean, they only had 120 the whole game, so that could have been a lot to ask. It is but a lot. <laughs> 20 yards of offense, and you know they they obviously they threw a pick. They lost. It was just great. I mean, it was just a great day overall. It was I just think so. amazing. I think it's probably the most fun I've had in a long time being it's a amazing. Husker fan. I woke up this morning, and I for once woke up, and I was like, my pride's still there. It's all intact. <laughs> and so next Saturday, we play Purdue, since we won't be on the air until next Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm on green on that one, too. Now, yep, I'm on green. will be here. We're going to try to get a big, I mean, a big contingent of people to watch this show. So I'm on green is going to be with us. If you don't know who I'm on green is, just... So I don't know where you've been. Look him okay. up. Right. <laughs> former Husker, former Packer, one of Nicole's favorite players um, of all time. So he's yep. going to be with us hopefully the whole two hours because the first 30 minutes, I'd like to do a little breakdown of the Purdue game with him, which would be pretty fun. Oh, yeah. So, yes. Uh, but now, Harrison, I want you to, to close your eyes and think back to okay. seven years ago. How old were you seven years ago? Seven years ago. <laughs> Come on. 18. Okay. 18. I was in my 30s. Cole was in her 30s. If Nebraska, our kids were 13 and 10. Nine. It's a lot of math. Yes. Seven years ago was the last time Nebraska was on a three-game winning streak in football. (laughs) That's ridiculous. You were 18. (laughs) So this is what is at stake. Saturday afternoon in Memorial Stadium. The first three-game win streak. And now now I know Coach Rule doesn't want us to look ahead. But now we can look to Purdue, right? Yeah. The game's over with, with uh, the team we just beat. I don't even remember who we played. <laughs> Northwestern. Yeah. Who we just no, played yesterday? Just okay. beat Northwestern. Now we can look to Purdue. Three-game winning streak for the first time since 2016. I guess I'm not surprised because I remember win. last year we beat Rutgers in Indiana and everyone's like, oh my God, that's oh, the first time we beat two Big Ten teams in years. Close. Yeah. And then they lost to Purdue yep. that next yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're which, all excited. Which Aiden O'Connell played like Peyton Manning in that game. It yeah, was probably the greatest passing game you'll just ever see. But uh, So yes, our first three-game win streak is at stake. Are we going to storm the field if we win three games straight? No. I hope not. Yeah, no. <laughs> and we're playing... Two and five Purdue. That's mm-hmm. so two and Ugh. five Purdue is the team that we have to beat. It's the Big Ten West. Totally yeah, and, doable. And you know, the difference, like a lot of our fans will, will are kind of, you know, they're just our offense isn't very good. Same with Iowa. Yeah. Now, the the differences are first year head coach, first year offensive coordinator, new system, new players, learning everything. Over at Iowa, you got a 25-year head coach, a seven-year offensive coordinator, and, and this is happening. So They're seven slowly years slowly getting worse. Yeah, like and there's there's yeah. no help on the horizon for them offensively. No, unless his uh, parents' brother learns how to coach the offense, which <laughs> doesn't look like it's happening. It's for them. It's a talent. It's really. Because they've been running the same offense for 25 years. Yeah, very vanilla. There's just not, there's no, um, there's no TJ Hawkinson, Noah Fant, Sam Laporta, all these guys, Dallas Clark. Mm -hmm. None of these guys are there. They just don't have any weapons at all. Um, And they just don't have any young weapons either. So there's just no help there. But so it's just interesting how, because one of my favorite things to do is after an Iowa loss, I will listen to the call-in show. 
Well, those local radio shows <laughs> from Des Moines. Because <laughs> the host, Ross Peterson, I, I, we, Nicole and I know him. He's done Ferrell's. I've been on their show when we lived in Altoona to talk Ferrell's and stuff. So he, he, he knows who we are. Um, so I like listening to him, but listening to the callers and just, it's funny. It, what's interesting <laughs> is like, if you parallel those, when Pelini was the coach, I think Nebraska was one of five teams in the country to have won nine games in a row for seven straight years. Yeah. One of five. That was it. It's a pretty good company when you're like, oh, with Bama and Oklahoma and those teams. I was one of seven teams in the country to have won at least 70% of their games since 2015. So if you stack up their winning percentages, they're eighth or seventh in the entire country for wins. And we're probably a hundredth, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So huge discrepancy. But when you listen to their fans, their fans kind of sound like Nebraska fans back in 2014, 2013. Just, I mean, it is it, really bad. I bet you they have the same result, too. As much as, you know, the offense is hard to watch, if they fire Ferentz, like, yeah. what does that it's look not, like for Iowa? That's not necessarily like a hot spot. You know, it's already kind of hard to get recruits to Iowa. And then you're, yeah. you know, it's not necessarily a fun offense. You'd have to, like, have a big-time head coach, not like a Dion, but someone who's got some flash to kind of make that place interesting again. But I think it'd be one of those situations where, like Nebraska, you fire Bo Pelini, and it's like, here comes years of your relevancy. Yeah. That's what you're, that's the question, right? If you're going to really pull the trigger on that, it's kind of what you're saying. Like, you've been pretty much on top regardless. You pull the trigger on that, you, you're you kind of gambling with the relevancy. Well, and he's owed, I think they said, like $36 million. So he's not going to walk away. No. Like, oh, I'm just going to resign. Yeah, no, you know? he's not doing that. But yeah, it's it's an interesting situation with his son there. And But again, as some of those callers, as I was listening with a smile on my face this morning, <laughs> some of those callers, they, they complained about every offensive coordinator. If you go back and look at Iowa's offense in 2002, which is when they went to the, the Orange Bowl or whatever, they were 11-1 and one or something like that. It's the same... It's the same offense that yeah. they run. If you go watch a tape, it's the same offense that they're doing right now. But like we said, the differences are there's no Dallas Clark. There's no Brad Banks, who was a Heisman finalist. There's no speed. There's no weapons anywhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have that offense, you're gonna, you need some stud tight ends. Yeah, that which they had every, them. <clears throat> they did, but not anymore. Uh, and you know what? I don't feel sorry for them either. No, I mean, part of that is on their recruiting, too. If that's the yeah. type of offense you want to run, A, you need to get a damn good running back, and B, you're going to need some tight ends because that mm-hmm. play action, that's got, that's what set them up forever. They'd run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and then all of a sudden the tight end runs up on the seam. There's their seven points for the half, and then you know maybe they'll get 10 more in the second. But it's it's just that very vanilla offense. And if you don't have those star tight ends, you don't have that star running back, the quarterback can be, I mean, it can be Deacon Hill, honestly. Even in 2002 with that offense, it could have been Deacon Hill. They're just handing the ball off throwing a drag to the tight end, maybe the deepest passes those tight end seems, but yeah, they just don't have anything mm-hmm. on weapons. Like offensively, there's as much as you might be disgusted if you're an Iowa fan looking at that offense, like what looking at that play sheet, what would you even call when you got just, Deacon Hill at quarterback? <laughs> well, <he> just, <laughs> and I say again, they just, they don't have any weapons. Mm-mm. So they had like some five-star transfer from Ohio state, a receiver. Well, we know how those go. We had a five-star yeah. transfer from Ohio State at a defensive <laughs> yeah. back. I don't even remember what his name is. He's not even on the team anymore. So, I mean, you know how, I mean, they're transfers for a reason. Yep. 
So some of them will hit, obviously, but a lot of them don't hit. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part with the portal, just having to constantly re-recruit you guys. But you yeah. know, that's that's why it's important. What I do like Matt Rule's doing, get get those guys young, those high school kids, is like try not to rely on that transfer portal. So it's just like there isn't a point right now. Like we saw it with Michigan State with Mel Tucker. It's like, oh, Michigan State's back. They got all those transfer they guys. Yes. And then in the next year, though, there's no development behind it. And then they just went straight back into the toilet. So it's mm-hmm. like you can get like maybe a good year, uh, but you want to be like patch it, not build your team through the portal. So right. That's where right. Iowa, like even if they can get some transfers in the next season, that that the development's looking rough on the offensive side of the ball. There's really no next guy, uh, like offensive star you can really point to. No. Nope. And again, I don't really feel sorry for them. No, I don't. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> It's about, like I said, that's a that's a good day for Nebraska. Iowa loses in the just absolute gut punch. It's kind of looks like that's actually I was impressed. I haven't seen Nebraska lose that way. I thought we did it all, but yeah, the punt return true. getting called back that I haven't seen that one. So that's a new way to lose. But we've lost on bad flags, right? Bad mm-hmm. penalties. They didn't have to lose on that. They didn't because so, all they needed was true. twenty yards. <laughs> that's right. all they needed. Let's just keep reminding everybody that that was not one second left on the clock or oh, whatever 20 yards they, for iowa right. those like you got to drive the field they had time that's what, that's i was ready to just throw my phone in the street <laughs> i think i even said something I'm surprised like you didn't turn it off like the volleyball match oh, last year when just, you just <laughs> didn't I mean, want to watch the it was celebration punch for me watching that game when he returned that punt because i'm just like you gotta be kidding me because we all know it, it's been done with smoke and mirrors. But then this last week was just, oh, we could make it to the playoffs. And now there's this, oh, the refs are paid off. And they don't want Iowa in the playoffs. I'm just like, come on. With the refs, I'll, I'll <laughs> say this great. I, I get it. so tired of when people start saying, oh, the game's fixed. The game's fixed. Like maybe once in a blue moon, yeah. very rare chance you might get one dirty ref that maybe he gets investigated down the road. Mm-hmm. But look at every single professional sport. The refs are never perfect. It's always a complaint. It's literally impossible right. to call a perfect game every single time. Yeah. So until it's we get like the you players know. aren't perfect. If exactly. I, if I would played a perfect game, they wouldn't have been in that situation at the end. Like there's going to be calls where you're probably right and the ref made the wrong call, but the game's not fixed. Yeah. It was well, just the wrong call. Something like I mean, you remember who Chris Doyle is, right? Mm-hmm. He used to be the strength coach for Iowa for all those years, and they were they had been pumping guys into the into the NFL. O lineman after O lineman, and then when he got fired in 2020, I was like, "That could be a big deal." Looks like it like might be. like not right away, but down the road because they have the same offensive line coach. Yeah, same offensive line coach. Their head coach is an offensive line guy, and then some people will 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 punch back on that and say, "Well, their defense is still strong," and and but you know maybe their that strength coach had a lot to do with those offensive linemen coming in as no-name players like Tyler Linderbaum, who was like a one-star from just mm-hmm. Timbuktu, Iowa. <laughs> and then he turns into a first-round pick through the strength and conditioning. So maybe that coach was better adapt to building up offensive linemen than everywhere else on the field. So when they got a new strength coach... The defense is still, I mean, obviously they're getting bigger and stronger, but maybe he's just had a niche with that O-line because same coach, same head coach, same O-line coach, different strength coach, and they just, they get beat up front. Oh, 100%. I mean, you look at Nebraska, the glory days, the reason why that's what put us over the edge was our strength and conditioning program. Mm-hmm. And then that's how the pipeline came to be because yes. we got to the edge 
on the strength and conditioning. And yeah, it takes some time to development, obviously. Um, but yeah, we do have some from Facebook here. I want to get to, uh, we got uh, Becky saying a great day of Huskering. Absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, Casey says drinking the coal is fun. I delight. I delight. <laughs> delight. Look, yes. there's more to that story. <laughs> no, there's not. That is the end of the story. <laughs> Jeff thinks I'm obnoxious and I'm delightful. That's it. <laughs> Sometimes. You guys sound like break. you've been married for a while. <laughs> 25 years. Let's go to break. All right. We're going to go to break. I don't. Are our guests here? I don't think so. Okay. Well, hopefully our guests will be coming in. If they are not, we'll just keep the conversation going. But So don't go anywhere. Stay with us on 93.7 The Ticket, Fitness Fanatics.